Hey everybody, Stephen here from The Truth About Dyslexia. In today's episode, I just want to have a bit of fun. I've, um, I've, I was trying to think about something that I, I hear a lot from uh, dyslexic business owners, uh, employees that I, I work with, help, support. And one of the things you know that I, I always hear is, is they always seem like they're in survival mode. And I want to talk about just briefly some a few ideas about how to reframe survival mode uh, with how your brain works. So let's dive into it. Okay, so why did this podcast come to mind? I'm going to start with this a bit more going forward because I think it's um, good to get context. You know, I, I I do a bit of work. I don't do as much coaching as I did. I just only have so much time. I try and give as much as I can through the podcast uh, and through the courses we do through Remarkable Minds. And what I wanted to share is is something that comes up a lot is when I sit down with a one-on-one coaching client, they they tell me everything. Their brain just blah, you know, all the stuff that's happening, all the things they want, all the things that are going wrong, all of the strings that they're holding on to in their life. And to them, maybe some of them say it, some of them don't. They're in a kind of survival mode. They're holding everything so tightly as not to let a string go because whew, what would happen if that string went? Would it all be over? And many of them go, I want to get out of this mode. I want to get out of this mode of trying to do a million things and feel like I'm not doing anything good enough and it's just too hard. You know, if you've ever felt like that, you're not alone. We've all felt like that. I felt like that. <laughs> so, so I'm sure it. I'm sure um, it is not a unique feeling. So, but the question is, is how do you get past it? Because the dyslexic mind is is different. The ADHD mind is different. The neurodiverse mind, however we want to call it, it's it's very hyperactive. It's very visual. It's thinking about a heap of heap of things all at once. And what I'll tell you is. If you ever got out of that mode and you get to a point of complete serene calm, you would hate it. You would absolutely hate it. If you imagine only having one string to hold on to and everything else worked out perfectly. It's a nice it's a nice break, don't get me wrong. But you'd go nuts. You'd go absolutely crazy. Life would be so boring. All you would do is you'd go out and you'd collect another 10 different strings to grab onto and hold tightly. That's all you would ever do. So you'd literally, you know, so my kind of shout out to you is how do you go from this view of survival mode to what I'd like to call thrival mode? Has that been used before? I don't know. I just thought, hey, it kind of rhymes. It could work. So we're going to use it. Why not? I'll put it on the podcast title. <laughs> Why not? The um, So the, the, the real thought here or the real reframe is that you think you want to get out of this holding 10 different ropes at the same time mode, where actually that's what keeps you motivated. It keeps you going. It keeps you active. It keeps life pushing for you. It's actually what you need in your life. Now, I'll let that sink in because it's, there's part of you going, no, 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 he's wrong. What's he talking about? I just want peace and quiet. Now, don't get me wrong. We all burn out. <laughs> it's not a, uh, there's definitely things you need to do. But 
what you need to think about is not about releasing all those strings, you know, and getting rid of them and going back to one. What you want to get better at is how do you hold the strings in a safer, more effective way? You know, and if we're using this visual metaphor, and I hope you're picturing yourself holding these strings, not me, but you're welcome to picture me if you want to. What do you think I look like? I don't send too many photos out, so I'll let you imagine. But, you know, you want to work out, oh, what if I got a pair of gloves on each hand? Really comfortable, comfortable gloves. Maybe, maybe there's some sheepskin inside them. Oh, not sheepskin, some sheep's wool kind of stuff in it. Oh, it's really comfortable. So what you're holding those strings, it doesn't feel quite as much pressure. Maybe what you could do is you could do a few more push-ups so your arms are a bit stronger. So holding these strings doesn't seem as tough. And then maybe once you realize, hey, I love holding all these strings, maybe I could swap a string out that I don't like as much as the other strings. That string doesn't actually work with my brain. And I'll just trade that string for another one. But I still want to keep holding 10 different strings all at the same time. You know, when I realized that that was how my brain worked, I stopped beating myself up for having too many things. I looked at my desk this morning and my I've come back from getting married, being on the most amazing honeymoon. Everything went perfectly. And I've come back to, you know, a bunch of stuff I could be doing. A bunch of strings that I may not have even chosen. Some I have chosen. And the old me would have gone, oh my gosh, I've got so much to do. There's only four weeks until Christmas. Um, you know, where now I'm like, hey, I'm always going to have a lot to do. I'm always going to have a heap of things that I've, I've got. And I need to look at the strings and go, what strings do I, do I really want that string? Do I want that string? And, and as of this morning, I've, instead of overthinking a couple of these strings that I knew were going to be a bit stressful, I've said, okay, what if I change the uh, type of string this is? What if instead of it being a real thin string that I think is going to break and, and run away, I'm going to turn it into a bit of a rope. What do I need to do to make that shift? And so on this thing, without getting into too much detail about it, it was, it was a client I'd pitched some work to that's a great concept, but I hadn't really thought about how much hard work was going to be behind it and, and work that would just tie me out. It would burn me out before Christmas and I'd be worried over Christmas if it was done. So I, I've decided to change the string. I'm going to offer them something else. If they take it, great. If they don't, that's fine as well. But that string will be solved one way or the other. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to be holding strings because I know the minute that string stays or goes, another string will jump into my hand. Does that make sense? It's where my energy comes from. It's where my happiness comes from. And being able to understand that has, has shifted everything. It's really a different reframe in the way you look at it in the way your brain operates, the way everything ticks by. And, you know, it's about going, okay, there are also times where I might put the strings down. I might actually get a weight uh, and then tie all these 10 strings to a weight, put it down. Sometimes that's for a couple of days. Over Christmas, I put that weight down for a good two weeks um, of all these things I'm holding together. And I just enjoy it. I love it. Time is fantastic. And so all these things can be done. There are ways to manipulate the ropes and strings you're, you're holding. But the key realization is that to be in the thrival mode kind of concept is, is you're always going to have a lot on your plate. And that's what keeps you motivated, focused. It keeps the dopamine flowing. It keeps you from being too bored so you, you make poor decisions. All these things are kind of what you'll build up to. You know, a great example is I always remember 
chatting to this builder of mine. He wasn't a client on this. He was a client in a different field. But um, he was obviously neurodiverse. And I loved chatting to him. Really good guy. And he um, he was telling me how he was renovating his home. This was just after COVID from memory. Renovating his home. He was having a baby, his fourth so we already had three kids running around. Just imagine that. Uh, you may already have that experience. Um, but you know how tough that is. He was redoing something in his business and had to hire and fire five or six staff all at the same time. He was trying to rebuild his website at the time. He was, oh, let's just say he was he was a busy man. <laughs> and he was We were chatting at some crazy hour of night. Um, and you know, it's like it's like he kept going he was tired he was he was gone but he kept going and he'd built all of these little solutions to be able to hold all these strings where he had an assistant that helped him with his work team he had an amazing wife that helped with the kids you know all these things that he had pulled together and worked out how to manage his life it didn't mean he wasn't holding 10 strings at once didn't mean his wife probably got grumpy at him sometimes. Didn't mean I'm sure his business manager would have got grumpy at him sometimes. But it worked. And being able to realize that that shift in mindset um, about going from survival to thrival. Is that the word I used? I don't know. Anyway, it's not about the words. Uh, but, you know, if you can think about this and, and take this in when you're planning for next year or even looking at your year so far... Maybe you can take a breath and just look at those strings and go, hey, this is not too bad. What's one thing I could change just to make it a bit more comfortable while I'm holding all this stuff? And I promise you, you'll feel better for it. Hopefully that's been a good podcast. I uh, really enjoyed that one. It's one that changed my life. Uh, so have an epic rest of your day and I'll be back next week.